Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Christian Fellowship. Our vision is to extend and establish the influence of the kingdom of God by equipping the saints for the work of ministry. We hope that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. It's not how hard you hit, it's how hard you get hit, but you keep moving forward. So what I want to talk to you about this morning is developing spiritual strength and inner fortitude. Developing spiritual strength and inner fortitude. I want to give you a definition of the word fortitude. So I want Rick to put up this definition together with the synonyms and the antonyms. Fortitude is a spiritual, mental, and emotional strength in facing difficulty, adversity, or temptation without giving in or giving up. That's fortitude, inner fortitude. The synonyms of this word are backbone, boldness, braveness, constancy, courage, dauntlessness, determination, endurance, fearlessness, firmness, grit, gutsiness, nerve, patience, perseverance, resoluteness, spine, spunk, stamina, staying power, stomach, valiancy. All of those words are just saying the same thing. The opposite of, of the word fortitude is cowardice, helplessness, or weakness. In order to lay a foundation, I want us to read a couple of verses of Scripture. Actually, four verses. I want you to put them up, Rick, please. The first one we're going to read is Proverbs chapter 18, verse 14 in the Amplified Translation. Notice what it says. The strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble, but a weak and broken spirit, who can raise up or bear? Proverbs tells us that when you're sick in body, when you're going through trouble, it is your spirit man that comes to your aid and sustains you or keeps you going regardless of what you're facing or what you're going through. But in order for that to take place, you have to have a strong spirit. Let's go to the next one. Luke's Gospel, chapter 1, verse 80. Speaking about John the Baptist. And the little boy grew and became strong in spirit. Take note of that word. He became strong in spirit. And he was in the desert or wilderness until the day of his appearing to Israel, the commencement of his public ministry. John the Baptist didn't just grow physically. He also grew strong spiritually. That is why he was able to fulfill his ministry 
despite the opposition and the persecution he faced. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16, also from the Amplified Translation, Paul prays for the church in Ephesus. And he prays the following, May he, that is God, grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man or your spirit man by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. Notice what he asks for because that's foundational. He's very specific in what he's praying. And it's important for us to pray that not only for ourselves, but for our loved ones. How should we pray? Many of us, we do not know how to pray as we ought or what to pray, but the Scriptures point us or guide us in praying effectively for ourselves and for our loved ones. It says pray. What are we to pray about? Pray that God would grant you and your loved ones to be strengthened, to be reinforced with mighty power in your inner man. Amen? You know, the Bible has a lot to say about developing a strong spirit, developing a mental and emotional fortitude. And the last one is found in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, from the New King James Version. Finally, my brethren... Be strong. Be strong in the Lord. Another way of saying it, be strong in your spirit, man, and in the power of his might. Now, just as our physical body can be built up and strengthened, even so our spirit, man, because we are primarily spirit beings, we have a soul which is made up of our will, our emotions, and our intellect, the ability to calculate and think, and we live in this physical body. We are not just a body. We are not a mind. We have a mind. We are a spirit being because we are created in the image and in the likeness of God. And Jesus said that God is what? God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him how? In spirit and in truth. So if we are made in the likeness and in the image of our creator, and he is a spirit being, what are we? We are spirit beings who live in this physical body. That's why when your body grows old and deteriorates, we put that in the ground, but we continue to live. And if we have received Christ as Lord, we will live in Jesus' presence forever and ever. Spirit beings cannot die. The only death that they will know is a separation from God if we are not believers of Jesus Christ, if we're not born again. That is why we need to be born again, meaning born of the Spirit of God and by the Word of God. Amen? So we need to develop our spirit man just as we can develop our body. 
Much is being spent and much is being said how to keep a healthy body, a strong body, uh, develop physically, but not much is being said or known about how do you develop your spirit, man? How do you become strong spiritually so that you can withstand the pressures of life? And life will hit you. Jesus said that the storms of life, the winds and the rain, will come upon every single one of us. And I've discovered through many years that what defeats us in life is not what comes from the outside. It's what we lack on the inside. What defeats us in life is a weakness in our spirit man. Well, Proverbs chapter... 24 verse 7 tells us that. Proverbs 24 verse 10. I don't know how many times through the years the Lord has been speaking to me through this verse of Scripture. When I could not withstand what was going on around me or the pressures that were coming against me, the Spirit of God would always lead me to this verse of Scripture. Notice what it says. Proverbs 24 verse 10. If you faint or falter, or cave in, in the day of adversity, what does that say? Your strength is small. Amen? How do you measure your strength? Depends how much you can put up with. But if you faint or falter, when you face adversity, when you face opposition, when you face the temptations of life and you cave in, that means you have a problem in your inward man. It's weakness. How small is your strength? If your strength is small, you will faint. Amen? Pressures at work. Pressures at home. Financial pressures. Relational pressures. All of those things you will face one way or another. All of us are facing from one time or another. And it depends how we're going to handle it. If we develop a strong spirit, we will be able to overcome with thanksgiving in our hearts, without grumbling, without complaining, without giving in, without caving in, without being distracted from our God-given goal and purpose. Too many of us blame our circumstances so often, don't we? We excuse ourselves why we behave in a certain way. We blame other people. It's his fault. It's her fault. It's my boss's fault. We blame the economy. We blame the government. <laughs> and so many other things, rather than acknowledging, hey, the problem is not without, the problem is within. I'm not saying there are no problems out there. But it's the way we handle those pressures. It's the way we embrace and overcome. It's a matter of attitude. What is our attitude like? Is it one of grumbling and complaining? Or is it one of being victorious in Christ Jesus? The Word of God says, Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Notice the word, always causes us to triumph. Not sometimes. Sometimes we go down, sometimes we stand up. No, always He causes me to triumph. I can do all things through Christ 
who strengthens me. Amen? So we need to take heed to develop our inward man. I believe, it's my personal conviction, that this is one of the greatest needs in our church, in the church, universal church today. Knowing how to develop and strengthen our human spirit. We need to know how to do it. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 36 tells us, also this verse of Scripture, many times the Spirit of God was giving this verse of Scripture over and over again, especially at times when the promises of God took long to fulfill. Lord, when are you going to answer my prayer? But I've prayed about this. I believed. I stood in faith. When is the realization of these promises going to come to pass in my life? How many promises the Lord has spoken over your life? And sometimes they take longer. Listen to what this verse says. For you have need of endurance. Another translation says you have need of patience. Patience is the, is the quality of remaining steadfast and consistent throughout tests and trials or pressures of life. You're always the same. God is always the same. The Bible says, count it all joy when you fall into divers tests and trials, knowing that the testing of your faith develops patience. When you developed your patience, the Bible says you are a perfect man. You have need of nothing. God is patient. You know why? Because He's always the same. He never changes. No matter what we do, how we respond to Him, how we behave, He always remains the same. He's the same yesterday, He's the same today, and forever He will be the same. He does not change. Why? Because he's perfect. He doesn't have to change. And he wants us to develop that kind of inner fortitude and patience so that we are always consistent and the same every single day, regardless of what goes on around us. We're always loving, we're always forgiving, we're always kind, and we're always faithful and loyal to his word and to his principles. Amen? Amen? Praise God. Now, how do you recognize or how do you measure spiritual strength? Is there a way that you can gauge how strong you are spiritually? Yes, there are ways. The spiritual and mental strength of an individual is measured by his ability, listen carefully, to endure temptation to endure adversity or opposition, as well as hardships without giving up, giving in, or being derailed from your God-given purpose. That's, if you are able to do that, then you have developed a strong spirit. You're not giving in to discouragement. And many times we will face disappointments in life. People will disappoint us. Circumstances will often come to discourage us. But if you've learned to develop your inward man, you're not going to give in to discouragement. 
Do you know, every day I have an opportunity to get discouraged. I don't know about you. Discouragement will always come knocking at your door. Disappointment will always come knocking at your door. But it's up to you whether to give in to it or not. Amen? Many of us, every Monday, we have what we call blue Mondays. Depressed Mondays. I want to tell you something. When you're specially dealing with people, when you're pastoring people, when you walk with people, when you invest into people, they can often discourage you. When you're not seeing the results that you are expecting to see. But if you have a strong heart, a strong spirit, you will not be discouraged. You will always keep looking unto the Lord. He is our encouragement. Amen? We walk by faith, not by what we see. Amen? Now, spiritually strong people are those who continue day in and day out to maintain an attitude of faith, an attitude of reliance on God, persevering until final victory despite the negative and deteriorating circumstances surrounding them. Those are strong men and women. They press in. They press through. They're consistent. They're always the same. And one of the things that terribly is lacking within the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is the quality of consistency. We're not consistent enough. One day we're up, one day we're down. Amen? Cold and hot. And I believe that men and women who discover the purpose in life, and they know, they know God, they know their purpose, they know who they are in Christ, will certainly face adversity far greater than those who do not know their purpose. They will face afflictions, and they will face hardships. Paul said to the believers in the book of Acts, new believers, he said, through many tribulations we enter the kingdom of God. Many tribulations, many trials, many tests. Amen? Now, such a man was Joseph. Now, this young man, he was only 16 when he was betrayed by his own brethren, thrown into the pit. He faced adversity from a very young age like no other person, except maybe the Lord Jesus. He was forsaken and he was betrayed by his own brethren, later sold as a slave in Egypt, and after experiencing a little relief in Potiphar's house, he was falsely accused of raping his master's wife, and he was thrown in the dungeon. Completely innocent. From one adversity, Joseph, into another, from one set of trials into another, yet we never see him complaining. We never, we never write, we, we don't read about him griping to God, complaining to God. The devil could not crush him, he could not destroy him, or derail him from his dreams and his God-given purpose. Imagine if it was you going through that. What would you say? Oh, God, why have you forsaken me? 
What's going on? Why are all these things taking place in my life? I've been obeying your will. I've been doing what you called me to do. I've been faithful. I've been giving. I've been serving you. And now this? Joseph never said anything like that. But the Bible does say Joseph always remembered his dreams. He held on to God's promise that one day, he would become a ruler, and one day God would vindicate him and honor him and give him a place of authority and great influence. And he kept on to that dream despite all of the false accusations, the opposition, the trials, and the tests he faced. Joseph persevered and endured under pressure and hostility that most of us, all of us, could not imagine. The secret to his ability, I believe, to endure under such circumstances was his godly character, his spiritual strength, and inner mental fortitude. That was the secret of his strength. Someone once said, tough circumstances do not last, but tough people always do. Amen? Listen to what James says. James chapter 1, verse 12. Blessed is the man or the woman who endures temptation. For when he has been approved he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Who's the blessed person? The blessed person is one who endures temptation, who endures adversity, who endures rejection, opposition, and remains faithful and true to himself and to his God. Men of purpose... Or men and women of purpose in life require to be people of spiritual strength and inner fortitude. Because when you discover your purpose in life, be sure of one thing, the devil will come after you. There's no doubt about that. He will gun for you. He will attack you. He will tempt you. He will try you in order to derail you from your God-given calling. Amen. He will do that. It's not a matter of if. Amen. He will. Because he guns for the people who have discovered who they are in Christ, and not only discovered who they are, but have discovered the purpose in life. And many have been derailed today from the God-given assignments. Jesus said, the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desire for other things entering into the heart of man, they derail them. They become unfruitful. doesn't mean they're not believers. It doesn't mean that they're not going to go to heaven when they die. What it means is their lives are unproductive when it comes to the furtherance of the gospel of the kingdom. 
They're not doing what God had called them to do. They're doing some other thing. Why? Because they've been derailed through pressure, through the cares and the stress of this life and the, and the, and the pressures that just living puts on you. How many of us have been swallowed up by this? Amen? I've watched some of you how under the burden of stress, of work, and the pressures, and the demands, and the deadlines, some of my children have experienced that. Hello? It's not easy living. Dying is easy. Living is hard. <laughs> Amen. And, and if, you, if, you're not, if you're not strong in your spirit, if you haven't developed inner mental and emotional and spiritual fortitude, you will be thwarted by the pressures, by the cares, by the deceitfulness of riches. Amen? So if you and I do not develop spiritual strength, it's not going to be a case of whether or not we'll be de derailed or distracted, but when? Amen? So I'm sharing this with you to bring you to a place of realization. The days are getting darker and darker. Amen? The Bible says gross darkness will cover the people of the earth. Paul warns Timothy and he says to him in the last days, perilous, dangerous, difficult days are upon us in the last days. We are in the last... Look around you. Switch on the TV. Listen to what's going on. The world is getting darker and darker, not getting easier. We're not going to see better days in the world that we live in. My wife and I have been watching the other day a debate of uh, this new law that they brought into existence that I'm not allowed to discipline my child anymore. And if I spank my child, then I, I'm, I'm facing the, 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 the prospect of going to jail. I mean, where have we come to? Where the government interferes with your own personal affairs in your own family telling you how to raise your children. Hello? How do you... How do you discipline a wayward child? By talking to them? Oh, they said, just communicate with your child. Try and communicate with a two-year-old. Amen? Are they, are they wiser than God Himself who says, foolishness is bound in the heart of the child, but the rod of correction will drive it away from him? Are they wiser than God? No wonder we're raising such kids. Parents have no longer authority. I'm not saying you are to, to do it with harshness and anger. There is a way of doing things, of disciplining. I've disciplined mine many times. And now I rejoice. Hello? Hallelujah. Listen, folks, while you and I are asleep, the devil is plotting and planning. What is he planning? You're down for. 
Yeah? Especially when you are doing something for God. When you're living in God's presence, when you're living in God's will and you're pursuing the will of God. He's plotting and he's planning. How am I going to bring this person down? How am I going to put him into disrepute? Not a month goes by that I hear of ministers of the gospel falling into sin, disrebuting, shaming themselves, the church, the ministry. Psalm 62 verse 4 says, They only consult to cast him down from his excellency. Who's they who are consulting day and night to cast you down from your place of excellency? Ruin your good testimony in the Lord. Amen? Who's they? The devil and all of his cohorts. And during my years of ministry, I have seen more than my share of good men, anointed, gifted men of God, full of hope, full of purpose. They fell from the place of honor and authority. The reason they fell was because they had not given heed to the word of the Lord to develop strong spirit, godly character. The gift has given them fame, but the character could not hold them where the gift has taken them. Amen? The word says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12, in the Amplified, Therefore let anyone who thinks he stands, who feels sure that he has a steadfast mind and is standing firm, take heed lest he fall into sin. Amen? Here's a question. We know how to develop physical strength, but do we know how to develop spiritual fortitude? How do you develop strength in your spirit? Amen. Ron is showing me his Bible. That's true. Spiritual strength is developed over time. Not an overnight thing. It is not an overnight thing. Nothing happens in the kingdom of God instantaneously. Over time, as you patiently and consistently pursue the Lord with all your heart, giving heed to His Word and giving His Word first place in your life. That's how. One of the ways that you develop. The primary way. The doorway to developing mental and spiritual fortitude is called consistency. That's the doorway. And it's called being consistent. Being consistently obedient to the Lord's Word and to the leading of His Spirit. God has given us spiritual disciplines by which we develop our inner man. Just like there are physical disciplines, or you call them exercises. Amen? You go to the gym, you have various machines. And they say, this one develops your, uh, biceps. your biceps. The other one develops your 
calves. <laughs> you get into these different machines and you do a consistent workout. Now, in the spirit, the same principle applies to that. You do not develop muscles by just doing it whenever you feel like exercising. Amen? Now, the consistent practice of these spiritual disciplines, such as prayer, the Word, fellowship with other believers, the discipline of giving become key to the development of godly character and spiritual strength. And this is where most believers stumble. This is where they struggle when it comes to these spiritual disciplines. They may pray, but once in a while, when they're in trouble. Amen? They may read the Word, but whenever they feel like it. And the flesh doesn't feel like it often, folks. Hello? They may fellowship with other believers, but now they fellowship, now they miss. Amen? One Sunday they are in church, three Sundays they're not in church. Were you? Oh, no. Looking for excuses not to be in the fellowship. Hello? Your prayer life, is it consistent? How often do you pray? How often do we eat? <laughs> you see, here, here is the key. If you're not consistent in the spiritual disciplines, they're not an end in themselves. All of these disciplines are designed to build your spirit and get closer to God. The ultimate goal is intimacy with the Lord. Amen? It's getting to know the Lord in a better way, in a deeper way, in a more spiritual way. In order for that to happen, you're going to have to be a person of consistent prayer. Just like you eat every day, you're going to have to pray every day. Well, but I do not, Pastor, I do not know how to pray. Well, the only way for you to learn is pray. How do you learn how to swim? How do you learn how to cook? How do you learn how to drive? You get behind the steering wheel and you drive with an instructor. Well, we have an instructor on the inside of us. Amen. He'll teach you how to pray. But you're going to have to give him that time. Time, folks. Time is life. You're going to have to give him that part of your life and say, Lord, just like I eat every day and I make time to eat, I know I have to develop and feed my spirit just as well as my body. So you sit before the Lord. I don't know. Nobody has ever taught me this. Ever since I've been born again, it is like an unconscious leading of the spirit. I would always sit the same time every day aside to pray. And it started with 15 minutes. For many weeks, many months. And then 15 minutes was no longer enough. Hello? You want to get to know God, you're going to have to get to know His Word. There's no other way for God to reveal Himself to you, but only through His Word. And I'm not talking about the written Word, but the spoken Word of God. When God speaks to you, you know it's God. Amen? Amen. He always brings encouragement. He always brings hope in a hopeless situation. 
Amen. Consistency. That's how you develop your inward man. Now, that's something God will not do for us. He gives us the tools, but we need to make the time and exercise those disciplines. And men and women who truly walk with God, they always have the priorities in order, and they are men of spiritual strength and inner fortitude. They value the Word of God more than silver and gold. Jeremiah said, Your words were found, Lord, and I did eat them. And they were the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. They take joy in God's Word and in God's presence. I tell you, when you spend time meditating the Word of God, you will see the difference that it makes in your life. You hear things other people don't hear. You see things other people don't see. They're believers, they're Christians, but they don't see what you see. And they don't think like you think. But they're still believers. But the mind is unrenewed. They still think like the old ways. But when you spend time thinking and meditating in the Word of God, you hear things, you see things, you think differently than other people. Amen? And these men and women, they value the Word of God. they men who spend quality time with the Lord on a daily basis. And from day to day, they exercise their faith by acting on the Word of God. They are doers, not just not hearers. And they also learn to practice, to yield day by day to the new nature within them. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 9, 27, listen to what he says, but I discipline my body. Your body, if you do not discipline it, is an unruly person. It will always want to do things that you used to do before you got born again. You see, you can train your body like you train your dog. Some of you have dogs. You sit and sit, stand and stand. We can train our body. Where our spirit man dictates to the body rather than the body dictating to the spirit man. Amen? You learn to master your feelings because you have a strong spirit within you learn to control your emotions because your inward man is stronger than your soul or your body. But if we keep feeding the flesh and starving the spirit, guess what's going to happen? They say the tail is going to wake the dog. Do you see the necessity of developing a spirit that is strong? that is mature, developing a fortitude on the inside of you that when your body tells you or feels like doing something, your spirit rises up and says, no, you're not going to have that. You're not going to do that. That's what Paul says. I discipline my body and I bring it into subjection. Who's the I he's talking about? 
His spirit. I, the spirit man, I discipline my body. I bring it into subjection. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. Do you see that? But if the I, the spirit, is going to subdue the body and bring in order the soul has to be a strong spirit. Amen? And finally, how do we develop spiritual strength and fortitude? Believers who are strong in spirit, listen to this, they are rightly aligned and rightly positioned in the body of Christ. What a, in other words, they're not lone rangers. Amen? They understand the value of being connected to the family that God places them in. They form relationships. They invest into these relationships and they maintain their connection in the body. And when they do that, you're no longer functioning on individual anointing, your own anointing. Every one of us is anointed by God. But there is what we call a corporate anointing. So they no longer function on the individual strength and anointing, but they become recipients of the corporate anointing and strength. So when you stand against adversity, you're not alone. You have others standing against that adversity with you. Why? Because you're connected to the right, to the left, above, and all around. Do you see that? Now, lone rangers, they're just on their own. And the enemy will gun for lone rangers. Why do they isolate themselves? There's a beautiful scripture concerning that. Proverbs chapter 18 Verse 1 says, a man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He rages against all wise judgment. Folk who want to do their own thing will eventually isolate themselves from the rest of the fellowship. And that's what happens. Amen? They don't understand authority. They don't understand divine order, how God placed them and positioned them in the body of Christ. And therefore, they are alone. Let me say this to you. There are times when the Lord will give you encouragement and what you need, not directly, but indirectly through the body. You're listening to me. And we must learn to receive from both channels, from the head and from the body. When you develop those two channels, you become strong. You develop inner fortitude and strength. There are times when you're going through a difficult time, and God will send someone to you because you relate it, you connect it, you have a relationship within the body and he will send him to you encouraging you or giving you a prophetic word that will lift you up. Or you having a need, he will stand there and meet your need. Amen? And that comes by being rightly aligned and correctly positioned in the place where God placed you and planted you.
Do you see that? Can you understand what I'm saying? So avoid being isolated. You're sick and nobody knows you're sick. Or you're going through a difficult time, nobody knows you, what, what you're going through. Why? Because you haven't developed the relationships within the body. And let me say this to you. We all need to make an effort to connect and to relate and participate in the life of the family we are part of. It was so beautiful last Sunday when everybody was helping and working and doing and and participating in order to make that event a successful event. And for me, personally, I believe it was the finest, the most most blessed Thanksgiving uh, year-end function that we've ever had so far. And that's why I'm thankful for everyone who participated, everyone who contributed. When everyone contributes out of that which they can, it makes it a better place. Amen? Amen? And all of us have a part to play. The way we connect with our spiritual families by getting involved. Amen? Embracing the family's values, the beliefs, as well as the overall mission and helping to make that mission a reality, folks. Amen? That's how you develop a strong spirit. You do not neglect your spiritual disciplines. Amen? Is it easy? No, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. But not only for your own benefit, you become strong so that the time will come when somebody around you is weak and you need to reach out and lift him up and encourage him and help him back on his feet. You become a shelter for someone else. You become a pillar of strength for someone else. And, and, and when you are recognized as a strong spirit, the, the next thing that will happen, people will be drawn to you. They will be attracted to you. They will come and ask you for advice, for wisdom, for counsel. Amen? And you're no longer depending on someone to feed you, but you become a father to others and you begin to feed them and strengthen them and encourage them. Why? Because you have reserves within your spirit man. And that's what we're talking about, reserves. Listen, every single day you get up in the morning and you go out of your house Every hour, what are you doing? You're giving out. You know, there's a withdrawal that is being made. The demands of life, they, they, they take it out of you. And if you don't take time to refill, you are running on red. Just as we become in our finances in red, you, you, you go overdraft, you spend far more than what you earn, what happens? It's the same principle. When you're spending more than what you have within you, then I'll tell you what you, what, what you sound like. Oosh, I can't wait till the end of the year. Man, it's been a tough year. Shoo. And you're always full of 
negativity. Hello? The question, folks, what are we going to do? Our new year is upon us almost. I, know, I don't believe in this new year resolutions. They don't work. But make a quality decision. <laughs> Not resolution, a quality decision. The Word says that you will also decide on a thing and it will be established unto thee. Let's become people of the Word. Become people of consistent prayer. We can build our prayer life. We can build our spirit man by spending time with God and His Word. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Can I, can I ask you to stand with me, please, as we conclude? Heavenly Father, You have shown us the necessity of developing a strong spirit, a mental and emotional fortitude in our inner man so that we will be able to withstand the pressures of life, the circumstances, the temptations, the troubles, the difficulties. Not just withstand them, but overcome them with joy in our hearts and praise on our lips because we are strong in the Lord and in the power of your might. And so it is my prayer today that in accordance with your word that we've just read in Ephesians, that you would grant each and every one of our family members, Father, those that are here, those that are abroad, to be strengthened with might, with inner fortitude, by your Spirit in the inner man, so that Christ the Lord may dwell in our hearts by faith, that we together, being rooted and grounded in the unfathomable love of God, may be able to understand, to experience, and to comprehend the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, and to be filled with all the fullness of God. We hear your word and your instruction. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And so we are, Lord. We are strong in the Lord. We will develop inner fortitude and spiritual strength. In Jesus' name, thank you for helping us and guiding us through this process. Amen and amen. We hope that you've enjoyed this message. For additional resources and more information, come and visit us at alphaomega.org.za.